You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash UFW or check us out on Tonight, uh, we got a pretty jam-packed show today. We're gonna have a good show tonight. Um, we have some good music. We're gonna have some good interviews. We're just gonna have a good time tonight. And um, see, we have a caller already. We're gonna go to the line and see if they have anything to say or uh, if they're just listening at this point. Six six three. Are you just listening at this point, or do you have something to say? I believe I'm on here with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Michael, I didn't realize that the eight one two number. Yeah, this is Michael Snyder. He's back, you know, and uh you know what I'm saying, and he is ready to roll. I mean, uh so what have you been up to? Uh being very thankful that Indiana's starting to thaw out of its uh glass ice house. Thing. <laughs> yeah, glass like steak. I'm gonna tell you, like for those who don't know, like um, pretty much the Midwest in general, especially here in Central Indiana and um, surrounding areas, we got hit really bad. At this, it was, I think it was at this point last week, or like um, I think Tuesday or Wednesday, we got re- hit really bad with a um, with the ice storm that we we haven't seen anything like it in like years, and um, it forced, like, a lot of um, businesses to close down for several days. Uh, I believe, I think um, IPS is just now um, sending kids back to school today, I think, you know. So it, yeah. it's really been a um, a really trying week, you know, for a lot of people. Um, I know several people lost power. Um, a lot of businesses were uh, forced to, you know, to shut down. Uh, it's just it's just been a pretty awful week, you know. Um, but we, you know we're still seeing, you know, um, we still have some places that are kind of a little icy still, but it's starting to thaw out. But I think we're supposed to get some snow tomorrow, from what I hear. So it's 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 going to be a pretty difficult week for you know uh, people uh, to warm you know, weather again. So hey, you know it's Indiana. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's just Indiana for you. Um, Today we're just going to, you know, we're, we're going to talk about um, a very um, controversial topic in the second hour of the show, um, dealing with family drama. We're going to call it the Family Feud Part 1. Depending on how it goes tonight, we're going to probably um, continue this series, but um, I think this is a series that we really need to start talking about because um, 
we see today with the family dynamic, how it, you know, the, in the family structure in general, how it's kind of uh, how it's very complicated these days, and we we have a lot of issues in um, the modern family unit that I really want to start addressing, and I, you know, you know, I, I hope you know we'll get some good feedback tonight. Uh, for those that are listening live, um, you can join us in the chat room. Um, you can register for free at blogtalkradio.com. Or, and once you get on there, just look us up, UCOFW. Um, also, you can call us live at 646-915-8200. And um, if, if you want to, we have our Twitter page up. You can hit us up at twitter.com slash UCOFW. And also, for those who are interested um, in, you know, our Facebook fan page is starting to grow a little bit. Um, you can join us on there. Um, you know, check out our links. We have some um, things in the discussion board, a few questions that, a um, few uh, threads that you can respond to. So we have a lot going on. Uh, we'll be start working on the website soon. And um, as always, you can check out our YouTube page. I think we have gotten about five subscribers in the last three or four days. So I want to thank all our new supporters and our new followers. Um, the last three shows have been pretty um pretty good, you know, and I you know, I think we're um uh, starting to grow and I wanna thank everybody for um joining us because, you know, I you know, I really believe that we need to have um um uh, community dialogue, you know. So I wanna thank everybody for that. And I'm gonna turn it over to Michael, um and I'm gonna let him um Tell us about what he's been working on and what is he, you know, what he has coming up. Um, I know he has the website um, Sunrise Humanity, and you guys need to check that out. I'm gonna let him tell you a little bit more about that. And after that, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna do our little mega mix, and um, we're gonna do a little old school tonight. We're gonna we're gonna stick with the old school slow jams tonight. So, without further ado, I'm gonna turn this over to Michael, and I'm gonna have him tell you about um, what he has coming up and what he wants you to know about um, his um, new website that he's been working on for the past several months now. And um, I guess I'll give it over to you. All right. Well, thank you. Um, as Seneca mentioned, my website's uh, www.sunrisehumanity.com. Uh, what it basically is about is personal spiritual development and some Reiki education. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with Reiki and its uh, healing and spiritual aspects, check it all out on there. I've got everything put on there. It, keep in mind, please, that the site is under development. I'm still adding stuff to it as I go and working on things for it. Also, I'm working on a YouTube page as well, uh, Sunrise Humanity by the the name same as the website, and that is hopefully here within the next couple of weeks finally going to have some videos on it. So you guys will be able to actually check it out and see what's going on there. And anything to do with spiritual, personal spiritual development, uh, very non-denominational and non-dogmatic. Really try to push for a harmony and a personal nurturing of the human spirit on there, hence the name. So I uh, appreciate, you know, and as also there, you can, uh, under the links, the contact me, you can check out there and 
feel free to send me an email with any questions you'd have. Also, under the links of interest page, you can find all the UCOFW links and other uh, links related to some things of spiritual natures as well. All right. And, um, yeah, like like you said, he he is working on his YouTube page. We actually taped um, a few um, upcoming videos that he's going to be having soon, so um, be on the lookout for those. and pretty much, um, like I said, just just check both of us out. Um, pretty soon, I'm hoping to get a, a commercial tape for him, so you guys can start hearing. Because you'll start hearing over time. We're we're gradually starting to um, improve, you know, our our show. So you're gonna eventually, excuse me, start hearing um, quality commercials um, and services of people that I support. And for those who would like to uh, maybe submit a file for, um, you know, an ad or a service that you have, you can contact me at seharris02 at hotmail.com, and uh, we can discuss that in further detail. Uh, pretty much I'm looking for people that have, a, that have goods and services that will benefit the community, um, that can educate the community, and that are, you know, just, that are positive sort uh, services. And um for those once again that are interested, um contact me at S E Harris. That's S E H A R R I S zero two at hotmail dot com. Um like I said, um we're gonna be working on some things um uh, coming up soon and um you you'll start to hear things. We're gonna transition over time and you know it's it's just going to be a really quality experience when you listen to the Urban Wire, um, as you can you know as as you always uh, have, uh, I'm sorry as, as many of you already know you've seen how things have you know over time um, gotten a little better. We've done sound clips and we've done all kinds of things. So that's the that's the direction we're going to go, and um, we're going to be doing shows more frequently, and I'm hoping to at least do. At least a show a week. Sometimes, depending on the week, you know, we might do two. So, you know, just just keep us, you know, just keep us in your thoughts and just keep on supporting us, you know, because this show's only going to be as good as you know, um, you guys allow it to be because you're the ones that um, are here and you're the ones that um, are pretty much supporting us. So, um, so with that being said. We're going to go to uh, my little mega mix, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl and uh, some of the ads that we had, you know, that were pretty popular this year. And um, tell me we're going to talk clip. about Miss Christina. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. That, that, that was a – you know what? I have, Wait I have till after the commercials, though, right? Excuse me? I said we're gonna wait till after the commercials are the, the Yeah, make- we're gonna wait wait till after that because that yeah, I mean that was just We might get to rolling pretty much. hard on that for a minute or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna start off the show and I'm trying to make up my mind how do I wanna start off and what do I wanna start off with. I think we're gonna start off with the little Jill Scott, you know, just you know, kinda of get everybody, you know, in the mood tonight. And then um we're going to play a couple of songs back-to-back, and then when we get back, we're going to jump right into things. Keep it locked. This is the Urban Wire. 
So, what are you waiting on? I mean, you need what you need to do. You need to get on YouTube.com slash UCOFW. Get on there, subscribe, check out them videos. Yeah, and while you at it, leave some comments while you playing. And hit us up on Twitter at Twitter.com slash UCOFW. You know we got some updates coming. We got some shows coming. And um, and for those who want to check out our MySpace page, we're on MySpace too. MySpace.com slash UCOFW. Get on it, get with it, and get with the program. <laughs> All right, we are back from my little mega mix. I just wanted to apologize for that one mix, that whack ass mix that I that I saw online, and I thought it was going to be something else, but it's just skipping. I should have listened to it before I got on air, but whatever. You can't, you know, things happen sometimes. But anyways, we are back, and um. Yeah, I want to start off with the Super Bowl ads from yesterday. Did you get to get a chance to really watch much of the Super Bowl last night or Well, I was working but I did try and pay attention to at least the commercials and the halftime show. <laughs> so Yeah, that yeah, that was pretty much what all I was really interested in watching, to be honest with you. I mean, because I guess it's one of those things like we've been so spoiled by, you know, the Colts either being in the Super Bowl or you know, being in the, you know the the playoffs or whatever you want to call them, and right. that and the other, you know, we've just been so used to them being, you know, you know, um, in the scene for the last couple of weeks. It's just like it was kind of awkward this year, you know, with them not even being, you know, involved with it. So it's just like one of those things, you know. I, you know, I watched it a little, little bit, but I was pretty much interested in the halftime show. Which I really think that um, I mean it got kind of mixed reviews. I think the Black Eyed Peas did a really good job. I think they um, there were a couple of songs of that mixed I, emotion on it. Huh? I've heard a lot of negative and mixed emotions on that from different online places, but I thought they done all right. Yeah, I think they done all right, and I think the thing about it is like people are so used to hearing them. Like I don't know, like. They're, they do a lot of things like on, with their music that are, you know, which which are pretty much digitally dig, uh, digitally enhanced, you know, on the CD. But it's just it just sounds different, like you know, like when you hear it in person, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But I guess people get used to hearing you one way on you know on the CD versus like when they hear you live, and it's just you know. It's just a whole different setup and a whole different vibe, and I just think that's probably a lot of the um, criticism that um, people have um, pretty much put out there. But I, a lot of people criticize Fergie, but I don't think that I don't think I think they just I think they're a little too hard on, on her. Like I just I just think like I said they're they're used to hearing her and seeing her one way. And then when they see her live, it's just like it kind of throws their perception off. So I, I, I think overall the halftime show is pretty good. I think they, you know, I can tell that they put in a lot of work with the uh, choreography and stuff like that. They have, you know, a lot of neat kind of like um, special effects and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed it overall. And, you know, uh, honey, we saw Miss Usher. Miss <laughs> <you are. laughs> <Ms>. Usher. <laughs> 
little cameo appearance. Poofy's gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know when DeAndre get here, gets here in a little bit, I'm, I'm gonna get her opinion on that because I, I, I'm not gonna go into that quite yet. <laughs> but yeah, he he made a cameo and um, and I'm trying to think who was who else was there. Someone else. They they had a couple people uh, that. Uh, Made a couple of cameo appearances during the whole um, halftime performance, but uh, overall, Flash the guitarist. Yeah, yeah, that's who, yeah, right. And for right. Usher and God, who else was there? I can't remember the rest. I think there was another person in there too, but yeah. Uh, oh God, but yeah, it, it was it was a pretty good halftime show, I must admit. Um. We have someone else that's on the line. Two nine four. Are you just listening at this point, or do you have a comment? Right now, we're talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, the halftime show was pretty nice. I uh, did like the Black Eyed Peas halftime show. It's very energetic and very live, and I think it was definitely a, a real good show. Definitely a good show. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've heard, like, mixed reviews about it, but like I was just mentioning, I think that people are so used to hearing the black IPs, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, It was a different kind know, of like, interview for them. I'm sorry, what would you say? I said it was a different kind of venue for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this probably wasn't, you know, the best sound quality or the best, you know, acoustics or stuff like that. So... I think people um, uh, need to keep that in mind too. But I think overall, visually, and you know, as far as like, like you know, the you know the uh, special effects and the choreography, I think that you know, I pretty much think they had that down on lock. So I, you know, I really enjoyed that. But um, that's pretty much it as far as the halftime show is concerned. But now we're going to move right on along, and we're going to talk about some of the commercials that uh, we saw and that other people I've been hearing today uh, has been, um, been kind of commenting, you know, on and stuff like that. Um, we're going to go to a clip real quick um, from the Associated Press, if I can find it. Okay. And um, when we come back, we're going to discuss um, – what 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 commercials you liked and what commercials you didn't like, and what you know what kind of caught your eye this year? Um, I know a lot of people are talking about the um, the um, the um, goodness, the car commercials and stuff like the uh, GM commercials and stuff like that with the ones with Eminem and stuff in there. Uh, and I know a lot of people. Um, most people heard like, like that one and um, a couple others. So we're going to go to this clip, and when we come back, uh, we'll discuss it more in detail. In the Super Bowl of advertising, Eminem was everywhere. Roseanne Barr took a hit from a log, and Joan Rivers became a GoDaddy girl. Or is it just me? This year, it was the automakers that took advantage of advertising's biggest showcase to try to show that they're back. Eminem fronted Chrysler's two-minute epic, showing a re-energized Detroit, and Bumblebee from the Transformers movies showed that GM is back with a vengeance. Chrysler did a great job with the Eminem commercial. 
It was a two-minute spot. It filled up the entire pod. It got a lot of attention, although it was also $9 million. You have to question whether or not there's going to be payoff for spending that kind of money. Hurry, we can't miss the commercials. In many cases, advertisers were hoping that payoff would come from a memorable impact. Pepsi did it with flying soda cans. HomeAway.com used flying babies. Doritos used flying dogs. And whether or not that impact was effective is sometimes beside the point. In terms of Super Bowl commercials, if you have a bad commercial or you have a good commercial, either way it's going to get a lot of attention for your product. Controversy is one way to get that attention. Many used a sexually charged ad to promote its new Countryman line. Have you ever crammed it in the boot before? And Groupon took a swipe at the troubles in Tibet. But they still whip up an amazing fish curry. They did a great job of promoting the brand in that people were actually interested in going there and seeing what their site was actually about. Still, the commercials did get their laughs. And the advertisers got their messages out. I can hear you now. And some didn't even wait for the game to begin. Volkswagen's ad that showed a boy in a Darth Vader costume trying to use the force on objects was a viral hit on YouTube. Flip enjoyed more than 13 million views even before the game started. Warren Levinson, The Associated Press. All right, we are back. And um, I just wanted to play that uh, clip, which is pretty a good much pretty good overview of the different commercials we saw this year. Um, I got a chance to see some of the uh, commercials. I didn't get a chance to see all of them. You know, I was uh, flipping back and forth, you know, through channels and stuff like that. So um, I did get to see, like, um, a couple of the uh, commercials. I saw the one with the Eminem and um, the GM commercial and stuff like that. And um, I don't know, like, do you think this year, like, did you like the commercials? Do you think, like, or have you seen better in previous years? From what you remember, oh, they I think they done a decent job of keeping up with it. I was starting to get really sick of car commercials myself, but yeah. uh GoDaddy, that was something kind of interesting to see theirs, except Joan Rivers uh-huh. except Joan Rivers, I found that frightening. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to tell you something else that I also found frightening, too. But I, it really wasn't frightening until someone, you know, that I heard people pointed out uh, was that performance that Christina Aguilera did with the Star Spangled Banner. Now, I, I need to know, uh, what, what is your opinion on that? Okay, I could te- we could walk into an elementary school, mm-hmm. and we could mm-hmm. probably ask some third, fourth, fifth graders, and I bet you some of them would get the words more correct than Christina Aguilera. Mm. You did not know the words of the Star Spangled Banner. Number one, you're a singer. Number two, I know all the words, and I can't sing to save my life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you want to talk about an epic fail. I mean, that's all I heard this yeah. morning. Like when I was listening to, uh, I was listening to Russ Parr Morning Show, and you know, I was watching um, Fox 59 News and all the other morning shows that I checked, you know, was checking out this morning. I mean, that was pretty much a hot 
topic that people were discussing this morning, and I don't think that was, ooh, I, you want to talk about an epic fail. I mean, you were pretty much, you pretty much screwed up in front of over 100 million people, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, oh, man. I, you know, I know how you, you know, you, you get into it, you got, you know, you got your little show, you got your little soul and you moving your neck around and stuff like that, girl. We know you're a soul sister, but, girl, I'm going to need you to get these words right. I, I'm going to need you to really get these words right. And I was like, wow, girl. Yeah, I you mean, I'm just you know, I head in one line. Girl, <laughs> let me tell you. I look now, now, let me, I'm just, now, hold up now. Before we get some people in here hating, I'm going to tell you, I love me some Christina Aguilera. Don't I, get me wrong. I do, too. I do, too. You know, I, you know, I put her up against any of these, you know, uh, female artists today, but girl, I'm gonna need you to really get get back to the basics because you know, and that's that's the problem with a lot of these performers today. They 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 do all this complicated stuff and this that, and the other, but they cannot do basic stuff. And I'm gonna need them to get back to the basics before they try to come out. And I'm just and I'm and I'm almost wondering, did she just think she? I wonder if she just thought that she could wing this performance. Like, was I mean, I wonder if she even rehearsed. This, you know what I'm saying? Because I just, I'm really doubting that she did. I'm, I'm sure that she rehearsed it. I'm sure. I'm going to say that I want to believe she did, but I yeah. just don't know how she dropped the ball on that. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, the woman's that's a, a phenomenal a, performer. You know, she had to practice. I would hope. Oh yeah. And you know, it's just one of those things that it's, it's one of those. It's like a once in a lifetime thing. Every major performer slash singer, you know that that's just like I'm pretty sure that's one of their top. You know, I mean that that's that's a gig that you know I'm pretty sure any performer would want, like to sing, like the Star Bangle Banner to open up the entire, you know, the, the you know the, the festivities. I, I, w- I would think that you, if you got that chance, you would just like, wow. You, I think I would think you would blow it out of the water. And I was like really surprised that she really messed up like that. I, I would have, I would, I wouldn't have expected it from her. You know, now maybe, you know, but, maybe she was just under a lot of pressure, and yeah, you know, she's trying to. And I know the Star Spangled Banner is not an easy song to sing. It's. Yeah. It is a difficult one, and, you know, there's a lot of, well, you got to roll up into the notes and stuff, and you know, maybe she was concentrating so hard on that, her mind just jumped a page. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it, it was something, I'll tell you that. You know, I was just watching that, too, while we while we were playing, uh, we were on the, you know, during the mega mix, I was just listening mm-hmm. to that, I was like, ooh, we. I know she played that off at the end. I know she. I, I could just tell that she was just. Oh my God. You know, but oh well. What can you do? Yeah. What can you do? Anyways, um, we're gonna move right along. Did you get a chance to? And I didn't um, get to watch this until like right before the show. Did you get to watch that interview, or did you hear about the interview um, with Bill O'Reilly? In uh, Obama? No, I didn't. But uh, Ooh, that was. A, I would that love was a to interview. see this. <laughs> I can't quite picture the, picture those two uh, 
sitting down for an interview. It was just so much tension there, and I know this. Oh God, this makes me so mad. I wish Obama could just flip out and punch him in the face. He was just so sarcastic the whole time, rude, disrespectful. You know, it was just I. I just I. I don't like Bill O'Reilly, and you know, I just wish someone would pretty much punch him in the neck and punch him in the throat. And mm. gag him with a pair of Little Wayne's sweaty, piss filled like Let's underwear. Let's just say barbed wire and that, and we'll go from there. What'd you say? Let's just say barbed wire that's maybe rusty in the case of tetanus, and we'll go from there. Okay. Yeah. You know, I just, I just. <laughs> Just, just to, I mean, if you guys can go check that out, um, and I'm gonna see if I can find this link so I can tell you guys where to go. But if you get a chance, you guys need to go check this website out because it's just one of those things I can't even tell you. Um, well, actually, I know on Facebook, um, the Russ Park Morning Show has it uh, has a link to it. Um, on their page, and I guess, let's see, it's entitled O'Reilly and President Obama Face Off in Super Bowl Interview. And um, I'm going to read the, um, I'll get it to pull up. I'm going to read you this because it's linked to a website, 93.9 WKYS, and um, I guess the, the, uh, It reads, um, in Washington, a long-awaited television event, um, President Obama appeared on a station that isn't so fond of him as Fox News host Bill O'Reilly interviewed him prior to the 2011 Super Bowl. The topics discussed included Egypt, health care reform, and, of course, the Super Bowl. The president spoke about the... Let me get this white. The Mubarak, Mubarak or something. Um, Mubarak uh, Hassani. Yeah, uh, being a good partner to the U.S. with Israel, but not being as good for Egyptian people in any other way. So if you guys get a chance, you'll check that link out. It's on networkblogs.com/dz8ig. And um, they have they they have some pretty good uh, entertainment links on there too. Because I was checking the uh, website out before the show, but this is a good interview that you guys need to look at. I didn't get a chance to catch the whole thing. I went through it like kind of skimmed through the interview, but it was just really, and you, you can feel the tension between them as they discussed the you know certain issues. And I, I just I don't really think that O'Reilly was like. Genuine, you know, he's just real, real catty, like really, you know, just, mm-hmm. just really, I don't know, just, I don't know, I just, I wasn't feeling him, I really wasn't, and, um, and I kind of felt that Obama kind of held back. He really didn't speak his mind the way that he wanted to. So it, it was just one of those. It was, it was just an awkward interview. It, it was just an awkward interview. 
and it was just tension filled. And I really think, you know, with with the interview being live, I don't think, you know, it was just like they were both trying to hold themselves back from saying what was really on their mind. It was oh, just I'm one sure. of those interviews sure. where, like, if the cameras were off, it would be a totally different thing. It would be like like a Mike Tyson slash Evander <laughs> Holyfield, like, all-out brawl. <laughs> so it, it was just it, it was just um, one of those interviews. And I'm pretty sure they probably have it on um, YouTube as well. But yeah, we'll definitely that. check that out. So I, I don't even know. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, well, we're going to go to um, a couple more quick songs, and I'm hoping that Deandra comes in here because I know she had, like, about three or four things that she wanted to discuss. I know she was just getting off at uh, 10 o'clock. Real quick before you cut to that, I just – and I know we kind of – I missed this opening back a few minutes ago, talking about Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Anybody else see the commercial, the Doritos commercial, where that guy licks that guy's finger? Ooh, I didn't see that. Oh, my that God. That was homoerotic to me. Well, <laughs> it was kind of like, you know, creeper kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it was more creepy than sexual, you think? Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was funny. Still, it was hysterical. Wow. I mean, I busted out laughing and then stopped and went, ew. <laughs> but it had to shiver a little bit, but still, it was good. It just good. makes you wonder who comes <laughs> up with this stuff. I just, I just don't understand. And you know what, Doritos—they always come up with—they they always come up with the with the with the best like um, Super Bowl ads every year. I, I'm trying to think of if it was last year. Or the year before last, when this guy he had got some like the Dorito crumbs or something on his like pants, and the guy. Oh. Like, you remember um, that one? Remember, I'm down here located in Greensburg, Indiana, and I know I think it was last year or the year before last, the Doritos had the commercial contest, and a couple guys from down here in my area, Batesville, a town over here, had won that contest. That's so, a little local so notoriety for us down here. We're we're all excited about it. Wow, that's 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 awesome. That's awesome. But yeah, I know they always have the best commercials. Like seriously, like you know, uh, they, they, their commercials are pretty good. But yeah, they they had a couple good ones this year. I will say, from what I saw, I had I need to go back and check out some of them. I, I didn't get a chance to look at all of them, but the ones I saw were pretty cool. You know. So, yeah, so, well, we're going to go to a couple more songs, and hopefully by the time we get back, um, DeAndre will be in in the room. So um, keep it locked. Um, Once again, if you want to call us and you're listening live, um, you can call us at uh, 646-915-8200. Once again, that's 646 915 8200 or you can check us out at www.blogtalkradio.com slash UCOFW um, 
We have an hour and 15 minutes left, and when we come back, we will jump into um, our entertainment. But um, we're going to do the little old-school jams tonight. Like I said, we're going to do strictly old-school. So, you know, I hope you guys enjoy, and when we get back, uh, we will jump right into our entertainment beat. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com/ufw/mypage.myfacebook.com/ufw.mypage.myfacebook.com/ufw.mypage.myfacebook.com/ufw.mypage.myfacebook.com/ufw.mypage.myfacebook.com/ufw.mypage.myfaceb
family feuds and what caused you know what what causes family feuds and what what causes like people that have the same DNA or the same bloodline or the the same lineage or whatever however you want to uh, however you want to word it I, I wonder why there's so much friction between people that come from the same family like you you know you're you're I would think that people that are related to you especially like within like the intermediate family brothers and sisters and even like relationships between parents and um their their children I, I would always wonder why is it it seems like that um so many people have strained relationships with their family members and you know and it seems like almost if like a lot of times you're closer to people that are your friends or people that are in the street it seems like they have more respect for you or they're they're less likely to run over you or try to use you or manipulate you you know, it's 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 just one of those things I've always wondered. Why is it that people have bad relationships within families? And you know, a lot of times I think that we try to cover things up, and we we don't we we try to keep that part, you know, that dysfunction. We try to keep that. We try to mask it. We try to keep it out of the public, but. There's dysfunction in every family. I don't think there's a perfect family out there. And I think this this picture perfect image that we get from the the media is kind of it, it it's really sad. It's, it kind of reminds you of that movie that came out about 10 years ago called American Beauty. American Beauty. You remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. Michael. Yeah, I do. And it and the and the family that seemed so pristine and had had it together was really the, one of the most jacked up families in the mm-hmm. movie. Well, I'm sorry, but every family's got to have some kind of dysfunction, a little bit. The some a little bit, I imagine, is healthy. Right. I mean, if you and see you know, people it, look like the Waltons going down the street just a smiling, I'm going to sit there looking. I'm going, okay, yeah, they're they're all on drugs, or boy, they are really twisted. Like, like you always say, Michael, if they smiling in a and the last and it ain't they ain't happy with Jesus alone. Yeah, they all walking around smiling and singing. You know mm-hmm. they ain't happy with Jesus alone. He had to have uh, a little yeah, help. Smiling mm-hmm. and laughing with somebody's daughter somebody's niece just got poked. <laughs> right. You know, it, you know, it's it's just, just it's just really a lot of stuff going on. You know, in the family unit and the family structure that um we, we, we don't wanna we don't wanna address it. You know, especially like you have your family members, they'll be the first ones to screw you over before someone in the street. I believe that. Oh yeah. You, because they feel that they, they have that privilege or they have that right to and I think this is DeAndre that just joined us. Is this four 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 is this DeAndre? Yes, this is. All right, we're um we we're right now we're we're gonna jump into entertainment a little later. I have to change the order around, but right now we're talking about um the main topic tonight, family feud part one, and we're talking about family dysfunction and um 
Why why is it that it, that it seems like people that you would think that have the same bloodline or they have the same, you know, family or the same lineage, why does it seem like there's so much bickering and arguing and so much um, drama in families? I mean, what what makes it seem like there's more drama in families versus, like, someone that you know on the street? Like, do you think it's one of those things to, like, where you can choose your friends but you can't necessarily choose your family? Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> if I can choose my family, man, it will be one perfect one. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say perfect, yeah. but it will be better, you know. Yeah, because it's, it's just it's so unfortunate you can't be you can't choose who what, what you, well, you know some religious who you're born you know uh huh some religious people might sit there and say that for those of us that have difficult families or very challenging or trying or maybe just awful maybe those families were put here for to teach us something to make us a better person yeah. at least it's a nice thought. Uh, it's a nice thought, but when you when you're born to born to a family when you where your mama's a crack junkie and your father's you know no good or uh, he's a deadbeat or he's just non-existent, pretty much you might as well say. Then you know that's that's easier said than done because a lot of people that say stuff like that they don't have to go through what some other people have to go through. You know, some of these people that are saying that they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. You know, and I understand, and and you can't look at it from that point of view, but I I want people to look at it beyond that, too, because, you know, I guess it's one of those things where I guess you have to make lemonade out of lemons, but at the same time, you know, why, why is it that, Someone that you, you feel like there's there's a kinship between you, and especially if there's like you know the mother, especially mothers versus daughters, where you have the mothers that that resent the daughters and that 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 will do anything that to destroy them and to tear them down because they're jealous of the daughters or the fathers that you know don't give a shit about their sons or you know they know that they have kids out there but they don't. Want to play active? Role. Why is it that is? I mean, why why is it like that? I just I don't understand that. But you have people in the street that care more about you, and that that are willing to be your your family. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's, it, and then people wonder why kids join gangs and this that and the other. It's just I don't understand it. Like I I, I thought that family is family. I, you know I just thought that you know they're supposed to have your back. You know, yeah. and I see so many times family members are the ones that will kill each other, that will steal from each other, fight each other. You know, it's just, it's it's awful. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that. Why do you think it is? Why do, what is it, what do you think has to initially break down and go wrong for these things to occur? I think a lot of times uh, unresolved issues, and I think a lot of things that, like, families are dealing with are generational. 
And I, I feel that uh, a lot of these issues have been passed down. There's a lot of inter- I put it like this. There's a lot of external factors, a lot of external issues that kind of make their way internally into the family. Uh-huh. And, you know, um, and, and, and it could be environment. It could be uh, just society in general. And with, you know, families not knowing to how to cope with that properly, it, you know, it starts to influence their family structure. And not not only just the community, but just personally, like more of the family structure. And people don't know how to handle those issues, so they get passed down from generation to generation. That's kind of how I feel about it, you know, if that makes any sense. I think it makes sense to me. Especially, like, you know, you, especially when you see within families where you see the uh, there's, there's three, three, four generations of uh, young mothers that uh, that don't have fathers in the home, uh, on welfare, public assistance, you know, uh, that not yeah, really that's educated that's area. don't have be a parent. So basically, you know, yeah, like rougher areas of the world. I'm sorry, what'd you say? As in other words, like rougher communities. Yeah, rougher communities. Um, it's like a never-ending cycle, and I think that um, a lot of things happen. Like it's like just like that movie Precious. Like if you ever seen that movie Precious, how like. A lot of those issues were being passed down from generation to generation, and it, and it just seems like there was just no way out. There was no hope because there was no education. Yeah, there was a lack of education. There was a lack of, you know, you know, people were just doing what they knew what to do. And, so you think they, in those types of situations, those types of communities, it's generationally perpetuated, right? And the thing about this issue, this is an issue that all people can uh, relate to. Like, and it's just—it's not a—it's this is not an issue that 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 has a, a shade or a color to it. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. It, it, and it doesn't have um, this. And, and like you said before, Michael, this is this these issues are things that happen out in rural communities, urban communities, and even in in suburbs too. Exactly. There are a lot of family secrets that people are carrying. There's a lot of abuse, and it can be physical abuse. It can be sexual abuse. There's a lot of abuse going on, and even in like uh, people that are from well-off families, there's a lot of there's a lot of dysfunction that goes on in those families too. Mm-hmm. So really, I think these issues are issues that cross. All social economic uh, economical lines and, and things of that nature, and I think the people need to get that in their, get that in their mind. Don't think that you know that we're just talking about uh, those people over there have to deal with that, not us. Right. I you know, know so I, a lot of the things that I know I've seen, like you have uh, families down in some of the more rural parts of Indiana. They're like. Oh well, their neighbors. You you look at their neighbors. You know your nearest neighbor, maybe quarter or half mile away. You know your neighbors there. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the uh, 
John Doe residents down there. Yeah, they they seem like nice people. Do you know them? Have you got to talk to them? Oh, not a whole lot. They're pretty quiet. And then you just never know what's going on in that place. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we know, and you know, me and my, Michael, you know, we've known people, you know, um, that are dealing with issues, even in their adult life, that stem from um, their childhood. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to abuse. Oh, yes. And you I see know it bleed of, over to their relationships. Huh? Yeah. I know a few of those people firsthand. And, and you see how their relationships mirror that. Yep. Yep. That's something I take personal responsibility in their in their adult life. They allow people to to walk all over them. Now there's something you could do a whole show on right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> How people's relationships mirror themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, my thing is, I you know, and and this is also just because you got a father in the home, a father and a mother in the home. Doesn't mean that that child's gonna turn out right because the, the mother and the father could be low lives, low life pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, like seriously, they they can be, you know, both of them can be worthless. Oh yeah. And then you for know, some they, reason, they out of those type things, of cases, you'll find one that comes out of that that is just the greatest person, and you go, how in the world did they ever come out of that hell? Yeah. And, I, and sometimes, you know, I don't want to get too spiritual, but I think that uh, so I think sometimes you can have a beam of light come out of a demonic situation. A demonic um, union can bring forth a beam of light. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I tell you what, I've almost seen it. I know one person that I was uh, good friends with uh, come from a really terrible situation, but you got to know him, and you was like, wow, he's a pretty decent guy. How did he manage to come out of that family like that? And, you know, it's amazing to really see what miracles had to have taken place to deliver them from that evil. But yet at the right. same token... The scars that it left behind is something I think people just don't even consider. And it's just so, I don't know, it's just so sad how, you know, a family, I mean, they don't want to nurture that either. Yeah. You know, they, they, they don't want to nurture that. They want to use it and abuse it. Mm-hmm. You know, they. It seems like they're like the the redheaded stepchild, if yeah. I guess for lack of a better term, uh-huh. because I guess they're the ones. You know, all of them are pieces of shit, but they want to they want to use and abuse the good child instead of nurture that child. You know. Yeah. And it, it's 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 a really sad situation. It's a really sad situation anytime. That um, parents will do that to their own flesh and blood. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Which, you know, 
we've talked about this before, as some people are aware, I work in a law enforcement related field down here and yeah, it uh you'd be surprised. Well and something gets me I don't understand. People and I really hope that the people listening to this program I really hope that nobody does this. Mm-hmm. But parents that have a kid that's like seven or eight years old and they'll start getting cable TV or home phones in their child's name and social security number because they can't get it in theirs anymore. Oh, yes. That that happens all the time. Start ruining your kid's credit before they're even old enough to take out a contract themselves. But you see, that's, 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 that's how... Parents are today the the ones that are have, the babies that are having babies. They don't care about that. They care about what they can get out of that that child. What what can that child do for them? Not what can they do for that child to grow up and be a productive citizen of society. They they don't care about that. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, it's it's always about what they can do. I mean, what they can get out of that child. If they can, you know, have that that child to get extra welfare benefits. They'll do that if they right. if they can use that child tax as a pawn. The tax credits. Yeah, tax credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people do that all the time. You know, they they try to use uh you know use like you said use their you know kids as tax credits. Um, like I like I just mentioned, they use them as uh, pawns for child support or to keep a man. Some women will get pregnant by a man just to um, trap them, and mm-hmm. you know, and they don't give a shit about that child. They just use that child or got pregnant just to trap a man. Mm-hmm. And then when the shit don't work or go go their way, then the child gets abused, and they have to suffer for that for the rest of their lives because they were never wanted. Yeah, you see yeah. it all the time. And see, I think that uh, a lot of children, they children are really perceptive, especially when they get to a certain age. They know when the uh, mother do- doesn't want them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I think that that causes family feud. You know, or when sometimes you know when the mother has the child when when she's younger, and I've seen this. Uh, firsthand where the the mother will have the child and will drop the child off at uh, the grandmother's house or try to drop him off on him or her off on other family members and um, everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you want everybody else to watch your kids, but... God forbid that they know, could ask to be a, play a parenting role themselves. Right. I said, nobody told you to lay down and open your legs up. Nobody told you to get on your back, on your side, on your stomach, or however you conceive that child. Nobody told you to do that. Yet you want everybody else to take responsibility for something that you did. Oh, yeah. I'm knocking on somebody's door tonight. I know I am. <laughs> I'm sure we both have been. 
You know, I, I just get so sick of these people. You know, you know, not only are you a burden on society, you a burden on your own family. I don't think a and lot then of them. what kills me is how a lot of them want to sit here and put a guilt trip on you, make you watch their kids. They don't want to give you, give you a damn dime. Oh, yeah. But God forbid you ask them to be a productive parent. Yeah. DeAndre, you got anything to say on this issue? You know, I'm I'm just listening right now. I'm still trying to get everything together because I just got to work. So. Yeah. But, you know, we were just, you know, being down here, we were just talking about this topic last night. You are talking about people that just don't, they just, they don't care about nobody else but the, but themselves. They always want to drop somebody else's child off on you. Mhm. And and they they don't want to do anything for you. They don't they don't mm-hmm. want to compensate you for your time, you know. And they and it's like a big inconvenience to you. The thing that pisses me off is that I don't mind watching your kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you want to do some take care of some business, but if you want to be a a male friend, I'll be with your kids. Mhm. And, and like Definitely. I said, family would be the first ones to do some shit like that to you too. Mhm. They 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 just assume because well you know we relate. I can you know I got a hookup over here. I you know you know I, I don't have to worry about that. You know what I'm saying I, I can you know I can throw my kids off of them. I can throw my responsibilities off on them, and and they'll do they'll take care of my responsibilities, and I won't have to worry about. Compensating them for their time or their effort, and that's what they think too. Yeah, and I've seen that so many times. Like I can personally speak for myself, I've seen that so many times. You know, um, they feel you, I, I you think, family, you should watch them. You know, no. I'm sorry you you can't go you can't go anywhere else. And get someone to watch your kids, and sometimes these people just disappear days at a time. You can't go nowhere else. Get some. Where can you go and get somebody to watch your kids while you you disappear for hours and sometimes days on end? Feed your children. Mm-hmm. Watch your children. Send them to school. Sit down with them and do their home. Help them do their homework. And not have to pay them a dime. I mean, at huh? least you should say, you know, can I at least offer you five or ten dollars or something? Hell, some people don't even offer you no damn thank you. Please, they want to offer you a please and thank you before before the deed is even carried out. They 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 just assume that you just gonna do it. Hmm. That just there's nothing that bothers me more than someone that just. They ask you ask you to do something. And he says, blah, 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 please and thank you. If I agree to it, first of all, so why are you saying thank you before I even respond? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just, I don't understand people that just try to, they try to, like, force themselves on you and try to make you, make you do something that, that you really don't want to do. And then they try to put a guilt trip on you, 
you know, I, I, just, I don't get that. Yeah. Families, also, they, they do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean this in any disrespectful way to the to a person that has fallen for this before, but there's a sucker that lets them do it. Yeah. Because I used You're to... Right. Because I'm not going to lie, I was that sucker for a few times. Yeah, I've fallen for it before. I'm like, oh, okay, well. We, we've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. You want to help out. You want to, you know, God, they're just going through a hard time right now. You know, they just need a little bit of help for a while, and then they'll be back. Well, no. They keep taking from the tree and don't want to give back. Or don't want to do it for themselves. Like they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you sure can't make them drink. Mm. Can't get its head underwater long enough. <laughs> well, I guess that's not exactly politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got the point, though. You come up with the best analogies, I'll tell you that. But, yeah, I just think that this is a topic that I want to revisit um, more in detail in the upcoming weeks, but I really wanted to at least get a um, start on it tonight because I know um, there was a few things that um, that are going on in the entertainment world that I wanted to touch on. Um, one of which um, having to do with child support. It kind of deals with what we're talking about tonight. I just don't understand. How we have certain people that are making millions every every year that are making banks, supposedly. And A, they can't pay their, their taxes, and B, they can't pay child support. I just I don't understand that. Because they're trying to make it rain in the club. That's what that is. They're trying to make it rain. They're trying to make it rain in um, the club, but 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 your but your um damn kids are like in a damn drought. You can't go down to the child support office to make it rain up in there, can you? Yeah, you can't. They can't do that. That's too much. That's too much like the right. Yeah. You can go buy that new Jaguar, uh, but you can't pay your child support. Hmm. I'm just trying to figure that out. Um. Then you want to call your baby mama all kind of names, but first of all, it took two to tangle. And then she was reported, um, when you met, you knew she was reported from the get-go. So don't be trying to make like it's something new, like you didn't know she was reported. Oh, no. People here. I got a couple. Oh, she just got yeah. like that. Yeah, because this, this leads to a um, story that's on Um, It's it's a t- it's an article titled, um, Another H-Town Rapper Behind Bars. And um, the article deals with, um, and I'm gonna pull this, I'm gonna pull this up, and I'm gonna read it to you. Um, Hip hop veteran Scarface has reportedly spent the past few months behind bars. Sources say that the Houston MC has been locked up since last October for not paying child support. The 40-year-old rapper, 40-year-old rapper, I'm gonna need you to get together by the time, by the time you're 40. You still rapping at forty? You, you, anyway. <laughs> I need mean, you to have together if you got millions like that. <laughs> right, 
has been reportedly been wanted by police for years, but managed to elude arrest until late last year. So to me, that tells me right there that you ain't been paying you ain't, you ain't been paying your child support for years, and you know you haven't been because you've been avoiding the cops. Now who's okay. the rapper again now? Scarface. Mm. Got this big old mug shot of this. Let me shut up. Maybe he was in the club get. too much and he got broke. Mm. Yeah, but I or see he broke behind that, that ball. Maybe he's too much of that ain't tricking if you got it, and he just tricked all his money off. Hmm. And it continues on saying he is being held in Texas Montgomery County Jail. Insiders even say if Scarface pays his bail, he won't be released. The rapper is also facing a child support case in St. Louis, and if he paid the ball, I'm sorry, paid the bail pertaining to his case in Texas, he would be extradited to Missouri. Mm. So that that's from that's that's one story that's from IndieHipHop.com. So you know what I said? You know I have no mercy on these dead be fathers. I just don't. Um, there's there's some fathers that are trying to work hard and they can't get mercy from the courts. But you got people like this. You know what I'm saying? There's some fathers that wish they could see their children, mm-hmm. and that are paying their okay. um, child support. And this fool right here got children. He won't even pay for them. It just it you don't know, make sense to me. I don't know what they think when they get get money. They think that they ain't got to do nothing. This is when, you know, they got to stop doing for people. You know, they got to stop doing for the children, you know. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how do you feel you have to stop doing what you have, what you're supposed to be doing? How do you feel you're supposed to just stop? I guess, like you said, they so busy making it rain everywhere else except uh, where they need to make it rain. <laughs> they feel, okay, I popped this nut. You know, that ain't my child. She's trying to claim that's my child. That ain't mine, you know. Clearly something is yours. You know, you in jail for it. Ain't that it. And how you going to be that trifling anyway? You looking real dang on bad in the community where you ain't paid your consequences behind bars. Well, you know that. I mean, that he ain't the only one, though. You know, he ain't the only one that they got kids everywhere. You got Lil Wayne; they got kids here, there, and everywhere. You know, scattering them kids around like damn Hallville Road. But you, you know what? I will say one thing about him. You know, they all be coming out, but I ain't never heard about him not paying his child support. So he must be doing something right. And, and I think I think I think more people need to follow suit with that. Maybe his attorney is coming through for him. Right. But that's a story, too, talking about Lil Wayne. Uh, Shoot, he had to pay some back taxes, several million. What is is up with these celebrities that ain't paying their taxes? We don't feel y'all get this money and y'all ain't got to pay no taxes. Guess what? We got to pay taxes. Y'all do, too. Squeeze me. Ain't that it? Just like Wesley Snipes. I, I just don't understand that. Well, mm-hmm. like MCM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're sitting in jail right now. They How about are that? Hot mess. that don't make sense to me. How you, even Kelly Rowland, they talking about she owes some couple 
you know, thousands of dollars and she ain't paid mm-hmm. in taxes. I'm just like, how do y'all not pay y'all taxes? I'm not understanding. Where if y'all ain't got the right accountant, then y'all need to be doing y'all for handling y'all business yourself. What is up with your management group? Who is handling their crew? Do they got the bubblegum team? Like, then, then with they stuff, the cotton candy thing? Are they, are they suing y'all money? Are they taking it, pocketing themselves? Or what's, what's really going on? Because y'all about to go to jail because y'all ain't paying no taxes. Yeah, these, all these people around you, they, they're not advising they're not advising you to take care of your business? I just, I just don't understand that. They must got Pookie working behind that table. Honey, they got Pookie or somebody. Pookie, Nay Nay, Man Man, them. They all back there mm-hmm. take, taking them, taking their cut. And that's all Shaquita, they worry about. Mm-hmm. Shawana mm-hmm. and all them. Mm-hmm. They whole family, they working behind the desk. You know, Shaquita, she's taking that money and she paying for her kids' daycare. I'm blind. <laughs> 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 the Starface wasn't going to pay child support, so what she had to do what she had to do. Getting excited because you want—that's the first time you've seen that much money. Come somewhere. 
Girl, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to really get it together. And they're gonna be all right though. When they get out of it, they'll be all right. It's just a hot mess. Back to that child support though. I just, I still can't get over that. That's just like, that's crazy. They should lock him under the jail cell. Seriously. But let me ask you this: Do you think it's beneficial for them to keep them in jail? No, like, really, because you, know, if you, about you keeping him in jail, you ain't getting no money while he in jail. Yeah. You let but him out, again, and you let him, you give him a certain amount of time to get on his paper, you know, pay that child support, and then if he's not, then you lock him back up. Yeah, you right. But see, people like this, they so they they so slick though. You got to keep put an him eye on him. house arrest. You got your eye on him. Yeah. Yeah, you right. You know, because then you can say when he come and go. Mm-hmm. And then if he can't apply by the rules, then lock his ass back up. Oh, well. Be one less nigga off the street. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, so, I mean, that's just trifling for real. You know, that child, at the end of the day, didn't ask to be here. Seriously. Yeah. So y'all need to do what y'all need to do as parents to take care of that child. And you in in court fighting back and forth for him for some child support. Yeah, I know Trinity, it took two of y'all to make it. But, girl, I, if I got to go through all that, I'll just rather not even fool with you. Right. But you know what? I'm not going to chase you for some money. Nah. Mm-mm. I, but I think too many of these women playing games with these men, they, they, ain't, they ain't serious about trying to get their paper for their child. Because she could have been handed now. he got to be in debt some money for him to be behind bars. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And clearly she ain't the only one, as you can see. <laughs> but then, you know, she, he probably said, them was just some hoes. Them was just, you know, some, you know, some tricks, you know. They wasn't too much of tricks. You went up in them raw dog and so they wasn't all that a whole me, right? Mm. And see, that's what killed me. Like, they people want to talk all that smack. You know, they want to talk all that smack. But like you said, you you talking about she a hoe and this she did they make you a damn hoe? Exactly. You you could have caught something going up in a raw dog in there. Mm. But, but she did that and the other. But like you said, you weren't saying nothing when the stuff was tight. Exactly. It was all right. She she a whore, but she good enough to carry your baby. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or you using that line? Or she poked the hole. She poked the hole in the condom. That what you using mm. that line too? Sure. So, otherwise, she was Pocahontas. She was Pocahontas or Pocahontas. Is that what you're saying? And first of all, if you was any kind of type nigga and you was smart, you would bring your own condoms. You wouldn't take no condoms from nothing else. Mm-mm. But that's what I see. But you know what? We're going to have to make sure, like, both both sides going to have to take responsibility. Because to me, there's too many, and we were just talking about this the other day, there's too many ways to protect yourself today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. There's too many resources. There's too many resources out here for those of you women that you know just have to just just have to take it raw, dog. You go take your march your little ass right on down there and get get that thing put in your arm or put that get that thing put up inside you, and it will last for like three, four, five years, depending on what you get. Mm-hmm. But then you we can do that. Have... Huh? Go ahead. I'm saying, you just go that route. You know, it's it's no excuse. 
Exactly. It's, it's, it's you can't put all the blame on the men because these yeah, women are just as trifling. Yeah, because this is this is getting on the women now because some of them they see them rappers, you know, and they see the big dollar signs. Most of them will go and do stupid stuff just to have that that person's child, just so they can get some of that that money. Yeah. And then you get that right there. What he's doing, not paying his child support. Yeah, but what about the the? Let me ask you this: What do you think about the women that are getting child support from the men, but they not spending their child support on their child like they're supposed to? Well, how do you feel about that? Oh, trust me, that makes that hits me off because I've seen some where you know, did they have another man and they taking that child support money of that child and they taking care of the other man and themselves and then the child ain't got nothing. She got her nails, her hair done. He got a new outfit. <laughs> He's riding around in a car that she just bought with the child child support. So, and I understand how some fathers would get a little upset because you, you should be because she ain't doing what she's supposed to do with that money. Right. I've seen I've, I've seen it go both ways, too. I've seen it like that, too. And, you know, um, that like there's like this deadbeat fathers, there's deadbeat mothers. Mhm. Oh yeah, plenty of them too. They just they broke nails just like them fathers. Mhm. Abandoned kids, dropping their kids off on somebody else, having like that their responsibility. I ain't pushing it out. It didn't come out of yeah. me. Mhm. I just I don't understand how you can carry something that long and go through all that pain and suffering and this that and the other, and you just drop it off like it's a, like it's a damn. Doll or something, you know what I'm saying? And then go spread your legs and have another one. And mm. that's why I get confused. I'm like, you know, I'm not understanding. You drop the first one off, then you go over your legs and have another one. Yeah. What is it? You know how? I, I don't know. I guess I'm not a doctor or whatever or a campus. I guess I could even tell you the reason, but that is crazy. Mm hmm. Yeah, I just I don't understand it, but I, like I said, I think it's a damn shame when you making millions a year, and um, you know, and you, and you got the means to do it, but you just won't do it. I just exactly. I don't understand because you you just want to be, and it's not a thing that you're getting back at them because you're not getting back at them because you the one behind bars, but you ain't getting back at them. You giving them exactly what they want. Which is mm-hmm. the for not paying your child support. Well, you look good behind them bars. Uh, you look, you look good in that black and white. You look good in black and white stripes, honey. Now you're going to be a real <laughs> 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 you, You'll be all right. No, I, I, I just don't get that, though. It's the hot mess. Seriously, like, yeah. you really, you really banking in that much money and you can't pay your child support. I don't I don't understand. You probably got a mansion sitting off somewhere, you know, about five or six cars in your driveway and you know, and you mm-hmm. still didn't take care of your business as a father. Y'all this would make me so mad. Y'all feel like y'all can just go nut anywhere y'all want to, just drop it off and y'all don't gotta take care of the responsibility. <laughs> y'all just leave it to the woman for the rest of the nine months that she carrying it. 
Mm. I think it's a crying shame. I really do. It just it don't make sense. And then you wonder why these kids, you know, um, are so messed up. And then you wonder why people in the hip-hop industry got a bad name, got a bad rap, because people pull mm-hmm. shit like this. Yeah, and I, I blame the women, too, because you know what you land down with. Care they you know what you uh-huh. land down with. You know exactly what you land down with. I blame the women. You know exactly what you land down with. So... Uh-huh. That's, Some of these no women, they, they, they so called up trying to be a groupie. And they think by carrying somebody's damn child, that's going to get you a, a, a damn all-access pass. Because if I'm going to be a groupie, you ain't about to knock me up. That's a dang child. Mm-hmm. Because I would have better heard just been a prostitute and just sold it to them and, and you know, I was done with it. Also, you know, I, ain't, I ain't about to be nobody's bastard. You know, I ain't about to carry nobody's bastard child, i tell you that. I was a woman. I wouldn't be hearing. I don't care who it is. If you if you ain't proposed to me, you ain't put no ring on my thing. And this is another thing. We were just talking about this too. What are you thinking about these women? Who was that we were just talking about? About prenuptials or something. We were talking about that earlier. Mhm. And to me, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. What do you feel about prenup agreement? Mm. I think that's crazy. And I, a, lot of these women, a lot of these women allow these men to run around the street and do this, that, and the other. But, like, you know what I'm saying? And the men, like, the men want the woman to sign a prenuptial agreement, but they want to put the woman through all this stuff and run around and cheat yeah, on them they and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they, that's right. They, they, that's, a, that's a trap. They have you sign that just they, so they can trap you, you know? So when they can go out there, you giving them the right to go out and cheat and do whatever they want to do when you sign that written up. Because you know when mm-hmm. you're in the court, you ain't getting nothing. I'm sorry. I said, you know, to me, I, I think that speaks a lot on your relationship, and there's that's obviously no trust there because if, if you can't trust that person enough to where, to me, marriage is about trust. If, if you can't trust them that much, why are you marrying them? Right. Exactly. You're supposed to trust them with your life. So you mean I'm supposed to trust you with my life, but I, but you can't trust me with your money? <laughs> you know what's really getting on my nerves? I can't stand these getting married that's only been together for six months, only a month, only a year. How do y'all know each other? Y'all know each other in that time. But see, that's why a lot of those celebrities get divorced real quick. You, you know, no Hollywood marriages don't last that long. You know what? I just think they just do something just so they can be in the media, just so they can have some, so somebody can talk about them. Seriously, because you, they know that's not gonna last anyway. They just do that so we can have something to talk about. Seriously. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Because mm-hmm. you know that that, that dang on junk ain't going to last. Both of y'all got money like galore. And come on now. Yeah. Maybe somebody without no money. But, you know, the more, quote, unquote, popular that they are, the more that they'll knock down for movies. So maybe there is a publicity thing to it. They like their name to be all out in the, you know, media takeout and all that stuff. They like that. But it's so tacky, though. Like, if, I, if I'm going to get get notoriety or get some type of recognition, I don't want to get it that way. I just, mm-mm. That, that, to me, I don't think all press is good press. Mm-hmm. 
And to me, I feel some of them, if, you, if you're not talking about them, then they, you know, they dead to the world. So, you know, they got to have something out there for you to talk about. They got to. Well, they just, their life ain't going to be right. Then you're going to see them. They're going to be on TV like, what is it, Charlotte Sheen, whatever the heck his name is, popping drugs, drinking like crazy. Hell, he's been mm-hmm. doing that for years. But see, these are people that make millions. See, this is what people, people, people like this, they make millions a, a year. I mm-hmm. said, what makes you any better than the crackhead junkie on, on East Washington Street walking down there? I want to say this, why this country is so screwed up to the point that we will pay someone to millions of dollars to entertain us when the people that get paid to save our lives don't make but peanuts. Yeah. Or educate the same. Exactly. Hell, and they need to go to school wearing a bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then now they got a lot of schools where they where they closing, and I don't understand that. But you got people out here just wasting money, and where's all this tax money going? That we, you know, you take it out our check, you know, mm-hmm. every time we get paid. Why are y'all closing schools? What do you? It's a, it's not enough funding. Well, where the hell is my money going? Yeah, you know, like I said, you know, you know, like you said, like these people get paid to entertain. A lot of all they do is just take that money, smoke it up. You know, drink it up like like Lindsay Lohan and whores and sluts like that. You know, they just you know just just people that just don't deserve it. They entertain us, but yet you got people like you like you got like like we were saying educators that are teaching your badass kids, your disrespectful kids. You know, and they can't like like Michael said can't even get paid a damn peanut. I said, hey, at least give me a damn jar, uh, a jar, of damn jiffy, uh, peanut butter. Shoot, if you ain't gonna pay me a damn peanut, give me some peanut butter, something, give me something to work with. <laughs> mm. You know, I mean, they just these teachers get paid so low, like their salaries are so low, it's ridiculous. And then the stuff that they had to put up with, because I know they had to put up with my badass. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh yes, they did. They had to put up with me. And I can admit to I was. I, I was. I was some evil because I just thought I knew it all. You know, when mm-hmm. it came to it was time for me to graduate, I had to get my act, I had to get it together real quick because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in high school for the rest of my life. I had to get it together real quick. Yeah. I can't be 27 sitting up in high school. And, you know, I look back on it, you know, I said, you know, I just, I just, I have a lot of respect for educators because they, they really shape the futures of so many people. And they mm-hmm. they just they just go they just go unrecognized. Mm-hmm. They really go unrecognized. Like like you said, and then Michael said, like a lot of people that that um are out here to uh, serve the community they, you know, they they get paid little or nothing. Mhm. It's just, it's just hot, man. And then they put it. To me, they put their kids off on the teachers too. Mhm. Yeah, you're right. That's they. That's they. Their mama get a break, you know, sending them to school, knowing they dad is so now it's the teacher time to take care of them. Yeah, the teacher. The moment the teacher try discipline, you want to get mad at the teacher. You can't say nothing to my child. And you know what you know. JJ is bad as I don't know what. You yeah, know he was scribbling on the walls in the house. 
But check this out. They want to get mad at the teachers, too, when the, when the students don't learn what they need to know, uh, need to learn. But the parents aren't being engaged, like, in the in the process. You know, the parents don't want to t- attend any of the parent-teacher conferences or parent-teacher nights or, the you know, any of the PTAs or PTOs, you know. That's when they're still trying want... to track down um, Scarface to pay their child support. <sighs> Well, you know his ass ain't going to no parent-teacher night. <laughs> Not no time soon anyway. <laughs> and I wouldn't yeah. want him to come if I was if I was your child. I'd lie. Uh-uh. Yeah. This is trifling. Just this trifling. You imagine Lil Wayne going to parent-teacher parent-teacher night. They wouldn't <laughs> be able to understand anything. So it'd be a hot mess. <laughs> Imagine him walking into school. What they gonna do? All snort a line together? Oh, I love the way she puts things. I do. Yeah, I love it. They all gonna snort a line together? Yeah. Uh That that real look real real. I couldn't imagine. I ain't gonna be lying to you. Because I wouldn't be able to understand nothing he was saying. You know his breath stink too. You know his breath stink. Mm. I don't need no tetanus shot. Messing around. I don't need no copper down there. I don't need none of that down there. Mm. I don't need no tetanus. Uh-huh. You bite you, you gonna need a tetanus shot. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Best of mine, your coochie be rose gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he ain't got the Midas touch. I know that. Ooh, that'd be some rod-ass gold. <laughs> some cotton. Ooh, your coochie didn't rot at all. How about that? <laughs> I don't know what doctor would be able to say that one, but all right. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine your what because I I would like to have an interview with him and say what do you, what do you wash them things with because I don't I could not imagine. Yeah. What matter of fact, what do your teeth look like up under that? How about that one? They said a lot of them teeth that wear those gold in their mouth. They, their mouth is rotten. Is they, really yeah, rotten? they say it messes your teeth up. So I, I boy, I bet you probably toe up up under there. So you keep on wearing them. Cause you probably ooh ooh. Ooh, you, know what? you know what, y'all? We got less than um, two minutes left in this show. We've been sitting here talking. I did not realize it was almost midnight. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Time flies. But, yeah, time flies when you're having fun and when you're talking, talking shit about people. <laughs> exactly. That's what makes it interesting. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Thing I like about Blog Talk Radio it still records you, but you just won't be streaming after you uh get you know it it, it stops streaming at the end, but you know but it still records you. So but yeah, the phone lines just be up. So but yeah, that's crazy. I just mm-mm. I'm sorry. I, I just to me, I just I read that story and I was like, I cannot believe he is that far back behind in child support. You know how much was where, behind? They didn't say a dollar amount, but they said that even if he, man, they said even if he put, they, they, let's put it like this, it, from what the what, what the article said, like he, he, he was behind. He got to be some lot. millions, and, and he got to well, be some millions, because that's what it sounds like, though. You know, if somebody's making a really good job, they could, if somebody's making, like, damn good money, they could get, in two, three years' time, about a hundred thousand dollars behind. I know, but I got a book that's about right there, boo. So, so you go figure if this guy's actually got some kind of a career where he's knocking down some cash, you know, do the let math. Me tell you about, mm-hmm, let me tell you about his trifling ass. He bounced from city to city running from him because he know he's going to be all V. So, he in his 40s, he's has 40. I don't understand. You feel? How do you feel? You can just go net and make a baby. You can stick your dick in there, and you can all up in there, and you feel after that nine months, you know, it's time for her to go in labor and have a baby. You want to run? Mm. I don't get well, it. You want to run? That's another. That's just yeah. Hit it and quit it. That's how they look at it. Just hit it and quit it. But do you know mm. that bill that they 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 had at the hospital is gonna come to you while you hitting and running? They come to write to you with that bill. Yeah. Them bills ain't cheap to have a baby either. Hey, yeah, I wanted to read this to y'all really quick, and then I'm going to jump up off here. I found this on Indie Hip Hop 2. This is 96.3's website. Oh. Um, they have something on here called Anti-Gay Marriage Amendment Advances in um, Indiana House. Um, and, it, and it states um, an amendment 
I'm a light. I'm a, yeah, this is, this is all right. Um, an amendment to ban same-sex marriage in Indiana moved moved forward on Monday as a House committee voted in favor of sending the bill to, to the House floor. Same-sex marriage is already illegal um, in the state of Indiana, but but marriage equality opponents say it needs to be in the Constitution. The, the state Senate has passed the constitutional ban in recent years, but it's always died. Mm-hmm. The House has controlled up, controlled up to this year. The state Senate has passed the constitutional ban in recent years, but is it is y'all kind of just read that the Indianapolis Star reports the Republican controlled committee approved the bill eight to four, sending it to the House floor for amendments and consideration. Several previous efforts to add a ban on gay marriage to the Constitution have failed, but this year could be different since Republicans now have a majority in both houses. Uh, even if the measure measure passes this year, however, it still would have to be approved by another separately elected legislator and then in a referendum by voters before being placed into the state's founding document. You know Bill, what? Knowing this trifling state, it'll probably fucking go. Yep. The bill's sponsor, Republican Eric Turner, y'all keep that name in mind. Eric Turner. What's that? You said Eric Turner, what now? That's that's the one. The bill sponsors said that it's a matter of protecting the existing law from being declared, quote, unconstitutional in court. Quote, Mm -hmm. it's it's state-sanctioned discrimination. This is what what, uh, someone's saying. Two straight people can go to Vegas, be intoxicated, and be married by an Elvis impersonator and what we're saying in Indiana is that two people in a committed relationship that care for each other can achieve that status, can't achieve that status. I really have a hard time understanding that, said Unitarian Minister Andy Burnett. Mm. So, you know, that's to something honest, that... They can, mm-hmm. You know, you have people that's been up in, in, in there that's, you know, around that of innocent officers gay and messing around. You know, and y'all kill me. It wasn't just a few months ago that the commissioner of the BMV got picked up for tapping his toe, Larry Craig, in it underneath the stall, and he was a Republican? Mm-hmm. Mm. Y'all all sitting around definitely. that table trying to judge the motherfucker, but y'all doing the same thing. Uh, it's the state of Indiana. They're, I'm firmly believe that this is probably one of the most hate-filled states in the union. I I firmly believe mm-hmm. that. Sometimes. And why do y'all care about whoever's sticking and who would want to marry somebody? Why does that concern y'all, whoever wants to get married? But, but check this out, though. One of the most hate-filled but hypocritical states, because I'm going to tell you, there are more closet case. Cox, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. More closet case suckers. Mm-hmm. And fudge packers than what you think. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Somebody, if, and you know, and we're not saying anything here and promoting anything. But if someone was to take a look at a Craigslist, that sucker goes forever. Mm. 
I mean, you can't help but look at it and go, wow, that's a lot of people. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I said, you know what? You would be surprised at the people that mess with and creep and, and go to um, these gay clubs and go to these bathhouses and go everywhere else. I know a lot of people, so I've heard a lot of things. And See, in, in you, my case, it wouldn't be a surprise to me because I'd be like, okay, I can expect that. But most people, you know, and I think they will expect too, but the, what they'll probably just act, you know, surprised, you know. And then mm-hmm. and they know damn well they knew what was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's well, like I said, they'll be amazed of who's who's gay and who's not. How about that? I wouldn't. <laughs> mm. Oh well. Indiana, good old Republican state, walks around with their head in the sand. I wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the commissioner messing around. How about that? Well, <laughs> It was like this. They got their heads. They got their heads in the Bible and a dick in the ass, honey. So uh, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I uh, what is it? Our 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 uh, man Mitch. I wouldn't be surprised if he was over there. You know, I'm, my head man up under the table. I'm my not man. touching that one, but hey, you know, nothing surprises me nowadays. I got one of some of them little boys up in here working for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paige. <laughs> oh, Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. Is this over with everything. yet? All right. I thought we was about to run out of time. We're still cooking along. Yeah. So. Are we all the still on the line and it already cut us off? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. We'll have to continue that conversation because I, I can do a whole show on that. Yeah. Yes, you could. Seriously. A lot of people be mad, but I will. Man. Well, the people that's getting mad are the main ones that's probably doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, them be the ones, how my man ain't gay. Mm-hmm. I know, but he ain't. <laughs> Well, you keep Young on saying that main one. You mm. think like that. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm laughing at your ass. What did you say that to me? I'm like, <laughs> girl, where you get that from? Yeah, <laughs> okay. And how would mm. you know? Are we, guys, are we yeah. still on? Like I said, like, like we said that, like a couple shows back, I said, some of these women, you can't tell them nothing. That's like 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 the Bible like the Bible says, shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. There you go. I'm not gonna sit here and waste my time talking to you or something that you don't want to accept for fact. Did you um you said are we still on? I don't think are we on? I don't know. I'm sorry. What you say? Are we still on here? It's not streaming, like, it's not like, like, I don't think, like, the people, it's not, like, streaming, like, broadcasting, but it's still recording, though. So, okay. people can go back later and get the whole, uh, get the whole thing. It, it, it's still recording, but it's, it, but it's not streaming live. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's one of those things you can talk as long as you want to. And, and, mm. and it will 
recorded, but it won't be live. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because I've noticed like some of my shows, like it'll, they'll go on for like um, like it's scheduled for two hours, the maximum. But mm-hmm. like you know, if we're on still talking, it'll still record it, and people can get mm-hmm. the whole thing later on. Okay, well, lady and gentleman friend of mine, I think mm-hmm. I'm to uh, bow out for the evening. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sitting here talking to us. I, you know, I you know, always appreciate both of you. So, thanks for the invite, and I will chat with you all later. Okay. All I'm right. Tune into my Wendy Williams, and after that, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Are you on his oh. face? Hello. DeAndre, are you on his Facebook? Of course. Okay, I gotta find you and add you in there. All right, man. All right, you take care, girl. All right, bye, y'all. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.